Welcome to CooperCast, The Easy Does It, Episode Part 2. This is your host, Al's web creature, John Sachs. In this episode, Al talks again about how he brings Bobby Columby, who kicked his ass out of blood, sweat, and tears, in to play drums because Bobby is a really good drummer. Al also explains how a bit of Eleanor Rigby ends up in the 12-minute blues, Baby Please Don't Go. Uh, by the way, one of the musicians that played on Easy Does It is on congas on track 14 is Bobby Columbi. And it still interests me that you would hire him. I don't care. You don't care the fact that he I don't care. stole blood, sweat, and tears from you because you wanted him to play the congas, and he did. No, he, we did other stuff, too. I he, know. He played drums on that Appaloosa album. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't, but I mean, I think he was as surprised as you. That you even asked him? Yeah. Right. But he's a great drummer. Uh, some of the other people on this, that played on this record are Charlie McCoy played bass on one track, just one track. Ken Buttrey, who played with Drum. Dylan, played drums. Did you go down to Nashville to add them to this? I probably cut it in Nashville. Okay. So some of the songs on Easy Does It were done in it, like presumably the country songs. Yeah. So on the beginning or end of one side, there's this thing called intro on the on 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 Easy Does It, and that's just you guys goofing around in the studio. Is that the one where I'm moving the mic stand and it's making noises? Yeah. 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 And you guys are yelling at each other. No, no, no. It's just me and a mic stand. Oh, okay. And the thing goes. I think like that's that? it, yeah. And yeah. you just decided to leave it on the album. I because, was riffing on it. Because why not? All right. There's a song called Easy Does It, same name as the album. And somebody is playing some wicked guitar with a lot of wah-wah. Is that you? Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. Uh, that was kind of the era of Wawa, right? Right around then, probably. Hendrix had done a lot. And well, don't forget, I play on Hendrix records. D does it take a lot of practice to get? Because you got your foot does the Wawa, right? Wawa. Yeah. And so you got to get the foot in time with what you. Well, you got to. I I didn't use it much on stage because. Uh, it was only comfortable to use sitting down. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. But then again, I sat down a lot on stage because mm. well, I played uh, keyboards. Keyboards, but you played. Uh, I played standing up in the blues uh, project. Right, so you could see over the top. Of but the by that time, but then I became too old uh -huh. <laughs> to stand up. <laughs> There's a buckskin boy. I like that. Now, uh, did you write that? Yeah. Okay. And I was just curious, because uh, the Buckskin Boys uh, is a sort of tribute to Native American peoples. Yes. Was there any specific thing that you saw or did that prompted you to write that? Well, just history. It wasn't, I mean, you know, this, <laughs> this was their country, and, you know, there ain't many of them around. There's a song called Sad, Sad Sunshine. Where, among other things, you play the sitar. Was there, in your mind, 
an answer to good day sunshine? A no, song? not at all. Okay. Because it, you, you see there was a parallel, good day sunshine, said said sunshine. I thought maybe there was a... What is the deal with the song called... First of all, the name of the song is Let the Duchess Know. N-O, not K-N-O-W, not Let the Duchess Know About Something. It's Let the Duchess N-O. And I thought that was like... Who wrote it? It's such an oddball name that it sounds like uh, it sounds like an Al Cooper name. No, let the Duchess know is written by John Gregory and Jim Roberts. It's yeah, it was um uh, the band that um, the bass player from the Blues Project was in called C Train. Oh, this is a C Train song. Yes, and okay. I always liked it, so I covered it. Okay. And then J.D. Loudermilk wrote a song called A Rose. And a Baby Ruth. Yeah. It was recorded originally by George Hamilton IV, and it was a hit. Yeah, it's a country song. Right. But it made the, it made the pop charts top ten. Right. So that, you probably went down to Nashville to record that. Maybe. Yeah. And then we have... 12 minutes and 26 seconds Probably worth baby, of Baby Please Don't Go. Baby Please Don't Go, a song originally written by Big Joe Williams. Now, I thought originally uh, this was going to be a live thing where you just went on and on on live, but it's not. It was studio. Yeah. Did you plan to go for 12 minutes or just no, got well, rolling? You, you know, that marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, it's just a long blues thing that you guys are doing. Yeah, the, the bass playing was quite good. I think it was Stu, Stu Woods, right? I think it's Stu. Yeah, it is Stu Woods. It's Stu Woods. Yeah, that was my live band. Okay. That played on that. So um, we, we were we were doing this live at the time. Okay, so it was a live thing that you it took w- in we, the studio. It wasn't in front of an audience, but, but in front of audiences we were doing it. Okay, so we used before to... Before s- we recorded it. Used to stretching it out and, 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 yeah. and, and jamming and stuff. Yeah. Now, early on in this Baby, Please Don't Go, you note for note quote a whole segment of Eleanor... Yeah, Eleanor Rigby, which is a weird thing to show up in the middle of a blues song, but it was cool. I t- you know, marijuana. <laughs> did, did you uh, did you ever speak about this with any of the Beatles? The fact that you, no, you had stuck some. No, Eleanor I mean Rigby? I've, I've spent. I'm trying to think. I probably spent well. I spent the most time with George Harrison, right? Because you recorded them. But I, but I did spend time with um, the rest of them. Okay, so the last song on the album after "Baby Please Don't Go" is "God Shed His Grace on Thee." Yeah, that was an anti-war song. It's got this lovely line: "Old Glory's got the blues." Did you read it in the paper? Did you hear it on the news? Did somebody tell you that old glory's got the blues? Right. If my memory serves me well. And this also credited to Cooper and Charlie Colello that you kind of wrote it together. Probably the music. Yeah, yeah. 
You wrote the words. Not the words. This has been CooperCast, the Easy Does episode part two, brought to you by Eleanor Rigby. Look for more episodes coming up and subscribe at Apple, Spotify, or just about any podcast distributor and tell your friends.